clothes on and get ready for an amazing new episode. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to White Coats Podcast. It's Lauren and Ariel. And today we are going to break down dental specialties. Last time it was medical, this time it's dental, and we're going to talk about subspecialties, salaries, give a fun fact. Um, I have three, Ariel has three. Before we're going to guess, the one person is going to guess what the other person's specialty is because a lot of these we know what they are like we've heard of them but we don't know their definitions we don't know the the like true basics what what the job entails so we're gonna guess beforehand and Ariel's gonna start um I'm i'm gonna guess first no i'm gonna guess first you're gonna start saying your specialty why why don't you wanna say Okay, fine. I'll start. I'll start. No, no big deal. I'll <laughs> okay, what's your first specialty? <laughs> okay, my first specialty is periodontics. Are you familiar at all with periodontics? I have no idea. I've heard it before, but I, I honestly have no idea. Just take a guess. I mean, you see, you know the three you did, so it has it's different than the three you chose. Okay, Just I know. Take a guess of what else you think. Maybe it just has something to do with, like, not your jaw, but, like, the shape or, like, the way your teeth fit in your jaw. Like, I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. Okay. Not bad of a guess. Honestly, that was pretty good. Oh, yes. So, um, periodontics is defined as the branch of dentistry that studies supporting structures of teeth as well as diseases and conditions that affect them okay so it's kind of the jaw and the teeth i missed the diseases part though that one i didn't think about um so a periodontist specializes in diagnosis prevention and treatment of periodontal diseases and placing Mm -hmm. implants yeah and so as said in the definition they study the supporting um, structures of the teeth. So these supporting structures um, are known as the periodontium, which includes the gingiva, alveolar bone, and cementum, and and the periodontal ligament, sorry. Mm -hmm. So the gingiva is just the technical term for your gum. So your gums is just known as your gingiva. What's the alveolar bone is the part of the jaw that holds your teeth and keeps them in place. Okay. Um, the cementum is the surface layer of the root of your tooth. Mm. And then the periodontal ligaments are the connective tissue fibers. So basically, like, they essentially attach, um, like, one side. They, they basically attach from your alveolar bone to your cementum and keep your teeth in place. I see. How is this different from, like, a general dentist? So this is more... Um, I would say um, just specialized in like like diseases yeah so I'm gonna get more into what they do and then after we can compare what the different types of like okay dentists also I just want to add that there are a lot of dental specialties we're only covering six which is about half of them Mm -hmm. Um, but these are some of the most prevalent ones um, and you can also just become a general dentist, do no residency. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that, that's actually cool because um, last time when we were focusing on medical specialties, we yeah. saw how once you finish your four years of college, four years of medical school, you're not done there. You have to yeah. have to 
do in every specialty a residency sorry you have to do a residency um in um dental in the dental field you have also your four years of college you have four years of dental school and then you can stop there practice Mm -hmm. as a general dentist or continue your residency but it's not a requirement got it okay yeah Um, that was a side note Mm -hmm. so procedures that periodontist sorry periodontist um would do um, include like anything from like a scaling and root planing, which is just like cleaning the infected surfaces of your roots. Um, they would they can do extractions, bone graft, and place implants. So that's I think the most common yeah. when people think of a periodontist. But they also do osseous surgery, gingivectomies, crown lengthening, different procedures like that. Got it. Um, also, can you briefly explain what an implant is? Because yeah. I don't so, know. an implant is basically when when a patient would be missing um, a tooth, okay. and they have good bone structure, um, they're eligible for an implant, which is essentially mm-hmm. like a mini screw that goes into your um, into your bone, into your jaw, yeah. um, and it it takes place of the root of your tooth. Okay, I see. That's that's Got the simplest it. way. So it's not like the it. tooth itself. No. So that's what I thought too. Yeah. Do, doesn't everyone think that? Yeah. I that's thought what it I was think. too. So actually this summer I um shadowed in my dad's um dental clinic mm-hmm. and there there actually is a periodontist, a specialist that comes there. Um so I was able to shadow him, which was awesome. And then mm-hmm. I saw him like actually placing the implants and um, doing bone grafts and things like that was it was really cool so when I saw him placing the implant I saw it was only the screw yeah and you're and like I, wait and I'm like wow. but where's the tooth yeah. so the interesting part is that you actually have to place the screw like the implant first mm-hmm. wait for your gums to heal and later you okay. can attach I see. the abutment and the crown which is more like the actual tooth yeah. that you see because I'm sure the gums and just the whole structure is under a lot of stress. Yeah. When there's you're doing so much work on it. Okay, yeah, so it is. It's that makes really sense. awesome. Um, and then there are no subspecialties yeah. of of uh, periodontics. Uh, training is a three year residency after medical school. Got it. Um, average salary ranges from about two hundred fifty thousand to four hundred fifty thousand, okay. depending. Um, and then fun fact, people with periodontal disease are two times more likely to develop heart disease. Interesting. Which is very interesting because now, like, when I read that, I was I was very surprised. And now you yeah. see how, like, this does, like, connect to medical mm-hmm. and how everything is still kind of related. Yeah. And it was, it was really interesting. That's also a good point is a lot of people care less about their teeth than their medical health. Mm-hmm. But I think this fun fact shows how your teeth are still a part of your body. They're still like they still your teeth still contribute to your medical health. And they so hundred percent. So when do. somebody decides not to go to the dentist because they're scared or something, like it's almost like equally as important as going to your doctor. Yeah. So like that just plays a big role in your medical health. So that's interesting. Yeah. And one thing that I that I like about this specialty is, um, obviously, the more I shadowed and, yeah. and saw it like in with my own eyes and was like actually had like that experience, um, 
I kind of learned like a different side of dentistry that I wasn't as aware of. So when we were younger, a lot of us had braces or we went to the dentist to get our um, checkups. Mm. Um, but after I spent this summer shadowing, I saw that there's a lot of people that suffer from a lot of pain or um, a lot of diseases, like infections, which is not only like um, a cosmetic aspect or like your teeth don't look pretty, but yeah. um, also having an infection in your mouth and like that that's not... Like, it also focuses on the health aspect and not only on yeah. looking good, but actually being healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool yeah. that I liked about and it. And I, I, like, uh, what's it called? I, like, resonate with that idea because when I go to the dentist, I just get my teeth, like, cleaned. Mm-hmm. And then if I have a cavity, then I get it filled, right? You fill mm-hmm. cavities. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, so for me, it is just a cosmetic thing unless I have a cavity, and a lot of people don't think of dentistry as, like, health, but it is. It is. Like, imagine if you don't have any of your teeth. Yeah. Like, can't chew, can't talk. You can't chew, you can't talk, can't swallow. Yeah. It affects your breathing, and it could lead to a lot of issues, like, in the future. So, mm-hmm. it is. It's kind of like an all-around thing, which yeah. was which was cool. Um, do you have any questions about? No, about, I think you answered, you answered my main questions. Okay. Am I going again for the other specialty, or you're going to go? You're going. Me? Okay. Mm-hmm. So the second specialty I will be discussing today is prostodontics. So, okay. Lauren? In my head, prost- when I think prostodontics, I think prosthetics. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, fake, like, teeth, maybe. Uh-huh. Like, I'm... I know of veneers. I don't know if that falls under prosthodontics, but anything where Mm -hmm. maybe, like, if you have a tooth missing or something, then you add in a prosthetic tooth. Damn, Lauren. High five me. That was was the best guess we've had. Okay. From from this and the last episode. That was a good one. Okay. Okay, so prosthodontics is defined as the branch of dentistry concerned with the design, manufacture, and fitting of artificial replacements for teeth and other parts of the mouth. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty spot on. Um, prosthodontists are kind of looked at as like the architects of the mouth. Okay. Um, and honestly, you were, I'm really, so, I'm so, <laughs> you were really, that was a really good guess. Thank you. I, I'm really surprised. I'm impressed. You're still in shock. I am in shock. So fitting any type of oral prosthesis is very complex and requires a lot of knowledge of the anatomy of the head and neck, the science of the occlusion and jaw movements, and the physiology of the neuromuscular system. Mm. Um, and it is, it is very crucial, as we know, for a patient to be able to chew, speak, and smile. Yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. that's a major part of their quality of life. Mm-hmm. And a prosthodontist, sorry, is... Um, basically a specialist in dentistry that would give this back to a patient in in a sense um so some things that they help treat include a tmj sleep apnea Uh, more common things you may have heard of include that a prosthodontics like works with are crowns bridges dentures veneers so Mm -hmm. you were right with veneers um what's like the most interesting to you out of those four things I think you said that that's a good question 
Um, I guess the most interesting would be that I learned mm-hmm. um, would be actually dentures because I learned that there's so many different types of dentures. Mm-hmm. I only thought of like dentures as being like the like plastic looking thing yeah, that you see in the movies people, yeah. that like the old people use. Mm-hmm. But there's so many types of dentures. There's a partial denture, full arch denture, like fixed hybrid, like all, so many cool. different types that I think that's the most interesting because yeah. that was the most eye opening. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, three branches of prosthodontics um, would be like any type of fixed, um, partial, or maxillofacial pro- prosthodontics. Mm-hmm. Now this isn't like a subspecialty, but it's just branches of things that they work with. Um, so let's say like a crown would be something fixed, like you keep it in, you don't, you won't, you wouldn't be able to remove it yourself. There's a denture, like let's say you have a removable denture, that's something that um, would be like able to remove. You have a partial which covers like some of your Part arch, of your mouth, yeah. yeah, and then maxillofacial, which is your specialty, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can talk. I'll let you talk a little bit about okay. that later. Sounds good. Um. And then there is one subspecialty, which is maxillofacial prosthodontics, which involves the creation of appliances designed to replace portions of the face and jaw. Mm. Uh, this includes like a speech aid prosthesis, um, and they're usually um, a prosthesis that are used um, for any parts that were lost in surgery, trauma, or from diseases. Uh, and these materials like would be used they mostly are from latex or silicone and some others, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do work closely with ENTs, which is also cool, which is yeah. an overlap with the medical. And it is one more year on top of the three years of prosthodontics. So it's an additional four years after wow. after dental school. It's a lot. It's 12 years total. So yeah, it is a lot. Um, average salary is... Um, 160 to 300,000. Mm-hmm. So, a pretty big range, of course, depending on what you do. Um, fun fact 120 million people in the US are missing at least one tooth, and wow. 36 million are missing all their teeth. Whoa. That's, that's a, a lot. lot that's right? a lot of people. Like, process that for that's, that's a lot. That's the like population of like multiple states 36 million people. That's what you said, 36. Yeah. Like, that's 36. a lot of people. Yeah, it is a lot of people. Wow. Wow. Very eye-opening. Yeah. And then kind of another fun fact that I read about when I was doing some research mm-hmm. is that, um, like, a, a, a general dentist would be able to perform these, like, things. So let's say, like, a general dentist could place um, veneers, mm-hmm. crowns, etc. Um but and uh, of course the prosthodontist is a specialty like is, sorry is a specialist in this specialty yeah um but there are only th- 3200 certified prosthodontists in the United wow. States that's not very many compared to like how many people are general dentists or other types of dentists yeah so you could like perform these um, procedures as a general dentist. Mm. Um, of course, like when you're looking at it, you prefer a specialist in anything you do. But when I was reading this, I was I was very surprised because it is a very small specialty. Yeah. 
Um, so that was pretty interesting, interesting too. Yeah. Do you have any questions? No, you covered it. Okay. Last awesome. one. Last one, yeah. Um, dental anesthesiology. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you take a guess first. Oh, yeah. Um, I know anesthesiology, they deal with anesthesia, which mm-hmm. is when um, either it can be local anesthesia, so like numbing a certain place. And one time when I got a cavity filled, they numbed my gums, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. um, through through like local anesthesia. And then I know they deal with other general types of anesthesia, but I don't know if there is general anesthesia in dentistry. It might only be local, but... So I think a dental anesthesiologist would anesthetize yeah. um, like different areas, parts of the mouth for like dental surgeries. Okay. Pretty pretty good guess. Actually you're 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 like you got it. <laughs> Thank you. Um so dental anesthesiology is defined as the subspecialty of dentistry that deals with the advanced use of anesthesia, sedation and pain pain management to facilitate dental procedures. So got it. you were yeah. you were close. I mean so, you were you got it. So they do general. They anesthesia. do. They do okay. general anesthesia. I'm gonna talk a little bit about the different um, Great. types and levels of anesthesia and sedation. Mm-hmm. Um this was something that I was like I would say the least out of the three that mm-hmm. I was the least knowledgeable about. So it was yeah. the most eye opening. Um, but it is it is a pretty cool specialty. So um during sedation or general anesthesia, your heart rate, blood pressure, and breathing must be very closely monitored. Mm-hmm. And that is why this is its own specialty because as a dentist or a doctor, even in the medical field, when you're performing a procedure or a surgery, you're f- so focused on the actual surgery yeah. that you're doing and not... Not on... how they're breathing, exactly. not how they're asleep. Exactly. So the anesthesiologist is technically a dentist they went to dental school but they focus only on um the patient like yeah. their basically their stats like their blood pressure breathing how they're doing Got it. um uh so that's much different like than when a dentist like what you said um you said you received local anesthesia mm-hmm. so a, de- a general dentist does that does that okay. which is more shots mm-hmm. um, yeah. would be like a lidocaine or something to numb your gums and like your teeth your tongue stuff like that um anything more advanced would be done by an anesthesiologist mm-hmm. um general anesthesia is mostly used for when patients experience a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. um or having a long procedure okay um, so yeah, we see, we do know a lot of people that have a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. when going to the dentist. Yeah. Um, I think most people are most very people anxious, do. especially those who don't brush their teeth and don't floss Yeah. because they know they're going to have a cavity. They yeah. know that they're going to get something. Yeah. And even like I, my dad is a dentist. I've been to the, I've been to his office a lot. I've mm-hmm. worked there this summer. Like I was always there. So hearing like the noises, the drilling, like Oof. the suction, yeah. I'm like used to it. It's not mm-hmm. even a big deal to me. But when you're I'm sitting, little... I know. Ooh. But when you're sitting in the chair, like I was sitting in the chair and I heard all these noises and I'm like, what are they doing? Because they're like drilling. Because oh this, God, it's so scary. I would recommend if you're ever getting any procedure done, 
Yeah. Bring headphones. Ooh, that's a good idea. Just bring headphones. Play your music. Yeah. You don't. It's it's more scary. It sounds more scary than it actually is, yeah. and that's why yeah. if you block out the sound, yeah. you'll be good. Got I it. definitely recommend mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, so there are different levels of sedation. Okay. Um, it ranges from minimal sedation, conscious, deep sedation, and general anesthesia. I just wanted to say something on that because last episode we were talking about how one in a thousand patients wake up during their surgery. Now, um, you can't wake up in the middle of like a major procedure in which you are completely unconscious when like your breathing is being monitored uh, and you're not like fully functioning on your own. Right. But you can wake up when you're doing like a little bit of... Um, like a more minor sedation, especially local anesthesia, you are awake. Yeah, so, that's correct. Yeah. Local anesthesia, you're fully awake. Yeah. You're just numb. There are different um, types of sedation. Yeah. Um, these types include like a nit- nitrous oxide, which is no- known as laughing gas. Okay. Uh, this is like the most common, uh, most commonly used um, when you get your wisdom teeth removed. Mm-hmm. Which is um, like when everybody like records their friends yeah. and, like, <laughs> and they're saying like, weird stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, then there's oral sedation by uh, taking a pill and mm-hmm. IV sedation. Okay. Um, training is uh, three years of residency after dental school. Okay. Um, and they're actually trained with medical like anesthesia residents, which was interesting. Um, like medical anesthesia residents? Yeah. They train together. Like, the residency is together. Um, So, like, in the training, um, it's not... They don't only practice, like, anesthetizing dental patients, Mm -hmm. but, like, also trauma, ENT, OBGYN, and general surgery patients. Uh, Average salary ranges from two hundred fifty to 500000 Yeah, which is a lot. But I remember anesthesiologists can make a good amount of money. Yeah, they do. And fun fact, about 15 to 20% of people in the world suffer from odontophobia, which is mm-hmm. actually the fear of dentists, yeah. which is why a lot of people prefer mm-hmm. sedation dentistry. Yeah. We were talking about that a little yeah. before, because yeah. uh, it's scary, all the it drills is, and all is. the stuff. Okay. Any questions? No. I'm I'm all set. Okay. Okay. That was your three. Now it's on to my three. My first thing is orthodontics. A lot of people know about orthodontics because a lot of people, or I'll, I'm not going to give any information. <laughs> so you say, you say what you think orthodontics is. I would say, I mean, I know like orthodontists like do braces. So I would say it, it would be the specialty of dentistry focusing on um, aligning your teeth and fixing your like focusing on aligning your teeth and, and fixing your fixing smile. your smile and your occlusion okay sure pretty pretty spot on orthodontics is the area of dentistry that prevents diagnoses and treats dental and facial irregular irregularities so this is not just about like cosmetics this um like can increase self-confidence um but also orthodontic misalignments mm-hmm. aka malocclusions cause difficulty in chewing 
and speaking and it just adds a lot of stress on gum tissue and surrounding bones Mm -hmm. so it's not just about the way that you look it's about it's about the way that you function yeah and your quality of life yeah so um there are no subspecialties within orthodontics um because they are a subspecialty of general dentistry Mm -hmm. um but because all orthodontists do different types of orthodontic treatment, like braces, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, training includes college, um, dental school, which gives you a degree in dentistry, and then they have one to two years of residency in specifically orthodontics. Mm. So it's a shorter residency compared yeah, to yeah. what I was... Com- exactly. So a lot of them are can be two to four years, I believe. Mm-hmm. This one is only one to two, um, which is really good for getting if you want to specialize but also getting into the work as soon as possible right salaries 110 to 300,000 a year 300 yeah thousand a year um fun fact all orthodontists are trained dent are trained dentists but only five percent of dentists are also orthodontists yeah so this is like that's wow yeah this is similar to the obstetrician and gynecology. Yeah. Where, where, yeah, where only, where you can be a gynecologist, but you can't be an obstetrician without being a gynecologist. So it's yeah. like this, you have to be a dentist to be an orthodontist and very little dentists are also orthodontists. Um, any questions or this is kind of Arielle's forte she knows more about (laughs) dentistry I know a little bit more about the medical field so she might be adding on even to my specialties um so any comments or questions um right now no I think you actually explained it really well perfect thank you okay next one oral and maxiofacial surgery surgery this one's a cool specialty yeah I like this one um oh so i'm guessing okay yeah um well maxial facial surgery i would say like surgery focusing on the head and neck i'm not sure if it's kind neck, of jaw yeah it, and jaw any yeah. type of jaw like reconstructive surgery yeah that that is a typical procedure that they do perform so oral means mouth maxiofacial facial meaning face and jaw like maxio maxio means jaw Mm. so any sort of surgery to the mouth jaw and face they cover that so it does not include the neck it well it does it does it's just any sort of structure in that area okay so it's specifically defined and this covers the neck as the area of dentistry in which surgeons are trained to recognize and treat a wide spectrum of diseases injuries and defects to the head neck face and jaw Mm -hmm. um so some um like subspecialties or some like there are no subspecialties within oral and maxiofacial surgery because that is a subspecialty under dentistry under dentistry but also under any oral and maxiofacial things in general because there's uh-huh. or, oral and maxiofacial radiology pathology and prosthodontics so very interesting yeah so with when you were talking about prosthodontics you were saying how it also includes oral and maxiofacial procedures mm-hmm. because they overlap so um so oral and maxiofacial surgery is its own subspecialty mm-hmm. um however 
those surgeons, they do more, even more specialized things as that general term. So they do things like maxiofacial reconstruction, jaw reconstruction, mm -hmm. like you said, craniofacial um, surgery, cranio meaning cranium, like, um, like a craniotomy. Exactly, Derek Shepard. Mm -hmm. uh, cranium meaning like the skull. Uh -huh. um, facial meaning face. So any sort of skull or face surgery. Mm -hmm. um, and then they also treat things like head and neck cancer, um, which is interesting because in the medical field, there's, oh, yeah, there's a head and neck doctor. So th that's just a couple ways that it overlaps with the medical field. Right. Now, the um the training on this is a little different than most dental specialties kind of similar to anesthesiology how they train with um with like in OBGYN and stuff in the medical field um now you can either become an oral and maxiofacial surgeon through medical school or through dental school medical school takes a little bit longer they have 6 years of residency um mm -hmm. where you can go to um, dental school and then do like four to six years of residency. So you can go through either one, um, get the same um, title, um, you're still a doctor, um, but med going through medical school, it will take six years. Mm -hmm. um, but you do get that, you get the MD. Yeah. Do you also get the DDS? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. You do. From my Which, understanding, mm -hmm. if you go through the dental school route, yeah, you can do either a four-year program in maxillofacial surgery, which then you become a maxillofacial surgeon, mm -hmm. but you don't have an MD. If you okay. want to continue for the six-year program, you would be doing also a residency where you get a dual degree. So you would get the MD the DDS, Got and the surgery, okay. maxillofacial. So surgery. if you want to do both, then you have to do the six years. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense, um, which is kind of cool because you have like a double degree. You're like yeah. double qualified. You are. It's awesome. Yeah. And one thing that's cool, like I know it's kind of similar to dermatology, like mm -hmm. where they're considered like surgeons of the skin, but they're not uh, technically surgeons. Right. Yeah. Um. Do like dentists, they a lot of the time graduate with a DDS, which mm -hmm. is a doctor in dental surgery. Yeah. So they're they're art they're dental surgeons. But when you continue to the maxillofacial specialty, I see that you're more of a I wouldn't say legit surgeon, but but you are a little more, more legit. legit. You are. You, you are. You just have a little more qualifications because you're you're doing surgeries not just to like the jaw but to the you can do head neck any sort of structure that's like from the neck and above obviously not eyes or anything but um yeah you, that's cool how you can get like a double degree yeah um so and then also um salaries 200 to 350,000 um which is like on the higher side of dentistry yeah um and like like mid-range of mid to low range of surgery. So like it, it shows in, in your salary. Um, fun fact, the most common oral surgery procedure is a tooth extraction. Um, yeah. Do you well, know about a tooth extraction? Like, I you do. can share a little bit about that. I do. So um, actually, I, I'm 99% sure this okay. is correct. Not all extractions are sur considered surgical. Mm -hmm. Because let's say your tooth is like completely erupted 
and you have which is just means to completely out you okay, can yeah. see it um but let's you need it extract extracted for some reason you can like pull it out with obviously like the special tools and everything but you can pull it out without um needing to cut okay yeah. so the surgical extraction let's say for your wisdom teeth if they haven't come out yet like you don't see them they're under your gum you would you have to, to cut, cut it out a, yeah exactly you'd need to cut a portion of your major gum. surgery exactly so or not major but still like a surgery yeah, yeah a surgical procedure mm -hmm. okay that's interesting i didn't know that okay last one we have endodontics mm -hmm. you want to guess i had no idea like like i the only one i really heard of was was orthodontics, was orthodontics. um okay so yeah. i know endodontics they um do root canals yeah i also had a um opportunity this summer to shadow an endodontist a few mm -hmm. times that's cool so i mostly saw root canals um so i would say it is the dental specialty focusing on treatment i don't know if it's prevention diagnosis i'll just throw that in there of um infection within the tooth I okay. don't know. I don't so know. So you're you're close because infection can lead to tooth pain. Okay. And so they're there it's defined as the area of dentistry specialized in diagnosing and treating. So not prevention. Okay. Because I feel like the dentist, a generalized dentist that you would see be, yeah, every okay. few months would be preventing, would okay. try to Yeah. You makes know? sense. So they do specifically diagnosing and treating tooth pain. Mm -hmm. Um and they, like you said, perform root canal treatment. That's their main source of treatment. So I have a question. Okay. Do endodontists only perform root canals or do they also perform any other type of... So they're surgery. trained in performing root canals. That's their main thing. But they also do other procedures. Any procedures to save teeth, to save the tooth um, is like what they specialize in, but mostly root canals. So they do dental school and two to three years of residency. Mm -hmm. So like on the higher side, um, but they are very specialized. I'm honestly surprised by these residency mm -hmm. links. Yeah. Like I wouldn't think that, I mean, of course it requires a lot of training, but three years is, is pretty long. Yeah. In, in the dental field, it is. Yes. In the medical field. No, the medical field, you have oh like an eight, eight year yeah. specialty. That's a long, a long time in school. Um, but yeah, th these are pretty long, um, considering you can just become a dentist and do no residency. And under your degree as a, as a dentist, mm. you're allowed to perform like any, almost any, any procedure. procedure that you yeah. know and are qualified and have a certification yeah. for without getting, uh, without actually being specialized in that. That's really cool because in surgery, even like surgeons labeled as general surgeons cannot perform a craniotomy. Yeah. Like they can only perform general surgery. So right. that's that's really cool about dentistry. Yeah. Last thing, last fun fact, endodontists perform more than 10 times more they perform 10 times more root canals than general dentists. Right. Um because that's the main procedure that they right. do. Okay, we are done. Ariel did her 3, I did my 3 um any like okay last question listening to any of these specialties are you like oh i want to do that or 
You hit me with a hard one. I know. You hit me with a really hard one. Um, I don't know. These specialties, all of them are so interesting. There yeah. are some that I, I like, but I wouldn't consider going okay. into. But I, I can't say that I have one that I am... That you're, like, stuck on. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I, I see that. They're all really interesting. Um, I also, if I were to become a dentist, I don't know what I would specialize in. It's kind of cool being a general dentist, being able to specialize in or do any procedure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really cool. Would you ever consider being a dentist? I have considered it. I'm kind of stuck on the medical field, but if I really think about it, it is a really cool field. It's a really nice way to work. It's more practical, I feel like, than the medical field. Yeah, I um, mean... Uh, and, like, I, I don't know. They're both helping people. They're both helping quality of life. So I would consider it. Let me let me say one last thing okay. before you wrap it up. Okay. I'm going to explain a little bit about why I love dentistry and why I want to be a dentist. And hopefully I can convince you a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I, like, as I said, my dad is a dentist, so I always kind of... Even when I was little, I used to play with the type of dons, which is like mm. kind of a fake teeth, yeah. like models, different stuff. I always like, like, was very interested in that. I was always interested in in some type of medical field, yeah. helping others. Um, and then I really got into it this summer, um, mm. more seriously by shadowing. By shadowing and. Um, I really did a lot. I not only shadowed, but I also was able to assist on some yeah, of the so cool. some of the procedures. I also learned how to like sterilize different instruments. Really, like an all around type of thing, which was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, I learned so much of the terminology, and um, after seeing everything, I would say the best experience was seeing a patient coming in and nowadays we're all wearing masks but even just to take off the mask the patients are so embarrassed they don't want to smile they they can't really Mm. speak well because of the missing teeth or some type of issues in their teeth and then them leaving with such joy and really and they want to smile exactly and so much more confidence and self-esteem and it's not only it looks amazing they really have a beautiful smile but it goes deeper than that it goes into their self-esteem and their confidence Mm and i they're just overall well-being exactly and getting that feeling of like seeing someone go from no teeth to perfect teeth Mm -hmm. so much confidence really is amazing yeah and you do get it all in my opinion under dentistry you you're able to anesthetize you're able to have a um personal connection with your patients you perform surgeries different procedures it is a little more practical like what you said all this stuff being able to kind of do all of this in one yeah i I really love it okay you're slowly convincing me i'm i'm trying to okay Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> this episode, as you can tell, it was a bit shorter, around 40, 45 minutes. Um, we want to give you guys a range of lengths of episodes, you know, whether you sit down and you have an hour or you just want to, you're going on a quick drive and you put on a 15 minute podcast. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning into White Coats Podcast. This episode was fun. It was interesting and informative. Mm-hmm. I didn't know a lot of the stuff. Even Arielle learned a couple things. Yeah. 
A lot of things. Yeah. So um, have a good day, guys. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. See ya.